Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. special what part one of two part end of the year episode as we do over here every year at everyone's business but mine I'm bringing you the best and brightest my dear friends in the podcasting and creative space and your friends as well I would encourage you guys to check out the episode description because it has links to everybody who's included in this episode's social so check them out follow them and you know I guess we should move on with the show. Well, before that, you guys, I, you know, like I get, get a little weepy, a little sentimental at the end of the year. And I think about like, you know, like we all do just reflecting on the past. And, you know, this year was like really tough for me in a lot of ways, but like tough in a way that I know I'm preparing for something greater. So I'm actually ending this year out like really excited for the new year and all the great things that I know are going to come. And I hope you guys are feeling even like half as, as hopeful as I am because it feels good. It feels really, really good. And I just want to also extend all of my, of course, appreciation for you guys for listening, for saying nice things to me, taking time out of your day to like DM me and tell me that you like me and that you listen to me all the time and that like, you know, the five-star reviews and the Patreon subscribers, like all of you guys are incredibly 
like you guys are my life's blood. Like I rely on this income to live and I don't take that lightly. I really, really appreciate you guys and not on some like fake Ellen DeGeneres shit, like on some real shit where I like genuinely appreciate you guys. So don't think that you're underappreciated or not appreciated at all because like I really think very frequently like I'm so lucky. Like I'm so, so lucky and it's all because of you. Like people say shit and it's, I like roll my eyes and it sounds so corny, but like, I actually believe it. Don't believe anybody else. I am being serious. Okay. <laughs> so with that, you guys, thank you. Like for real, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to thank myself for speaking and we'll move on with the show. Happy holiday. She's here. She speaks. Hello, Emily. How are you? Hi. She speaks. <laughs> She's here. She speaks. <laughs> that's how i'm gonna do my intro from now on do it like do on it. all my episodes she's here she speaks that's it. thank you for wearing the santa hat this is going to be coming out on christmas day so hit me baby what are you going to be leaving or keeping in 2023 okay i'm leaving the roman empire oh yeah, because people keep people still keep saying this is my Roman Empire and it's, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, all right, like <laughs> not everything can be the Roman Empire. Yeah, I feel like we haven't come to a consensus on what that really means. means. And so everybody's just like, well, I remembered something. So it's my Roman Empire. That's exactly it. There's no parameters. It's just there's just willy nilly whenever you feel like throwing it in there. Yeah, I, I like rules and guidelines. I love them. And I feel like people are just like being very willy nilly and very just like footloose and fancy free. And I just feel like that's not how it goes. It's not how that's, it works. That's not fair. That's not, <laughs> that's not good. I also want to leave something yeah. else though. Oh yes, please. There's been a real surgence of making fun of millennials on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I would like that to stop. We've been <laughs> through enough. Okay. I agree. I feel like. Okay, I can try to work myself out of a skinny jean if I have to, okay? But then I saw something about how we can't do an almond-shaped nail anymore. Excuse and me? I said, no, I'm not doing this. Listen, they can't take everything from us, okay? It's ridiculous. Like the side swept part, like I I was I had no idea that I was like out of it. When I went to the photo, when I had my photo shoot, she said, Where do you part your hair? And as I was about to answer, I was like, wait, is this going to like give away everything? I was like, <laughs> kind of, kind of on the side. And she was like, it's okay. It's okay that you part on the side. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I had no idea. You the firing squad. Yeah, <laughs> they did. So I would like us to stop making fun of millennials. We already were made fun of by boomers. Like we don't need to be made fun of by the people younger than us. Yeah, I feel like also like Gen X is really like skipping. I feel like we skip Gen X. And mm -hmm. that's really the real issue for me because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm still young. I'm not even 40 yet. Like, can you just let me cook? Like, I'm not even old enough to be corny. <laughs> Thank you. That's I'm not fair. I'm a literal child. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I feel like I'm already being told I'm old and tired. And that is just not the case. And I certainly don't want to hear it from a bunch of 20 year olds who look older than me. Okay. Tell really me about it. it. It's also not fair because they were like born with the technology in their hands. So they have an unfair playing field advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's not great. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to invoke a name and I know that people get sensitive about it, but here's, <laughs> here's the thing. 
Gia Judice. I was looking at a, a pictures of her in a photo shoot, and I thought she looked so like she really got trapped in that look, that like Jenner Dashian look. And I'm seeing these pictures now, and I'm thinking, you look dated. Ooh, and 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 it's confusing to me. You're right, though. That actually is kind of becoming dated, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even think of that. But no, it is. Like that whole kind of cookie cutter Kardashian. Like everyone went to their surgeon and was like, do this to me. And then they have all these filters that make them look like a Kardashian. Holy yeah. shit. Filter, I didn't even realize that. their precious little faces up. Their little cherubic-like faces up. And now, now what are you going to do? So you know what? You guys have bigger fish to fry. you know what yeah it's not so bad for us all right can't wait for the next generation to make fun of you guys Uh, hello hello somebody tried to say the other day that um kurt cobain is a millennial thing and i had to say i was eight when that man died may he rest i don't i don't know that that's not that's not right that's there is right. there it's is right. some debate over what the millennial time like period is. I'm yeah. I'm I know that I'm an elder millennial and I feel like maybe I could even go Gen X, but I think there's a big debate on it. But like I agree. Sometimes when people say to me they're millennials, I'm like, well, then what am I? Right. So what is it? What <laughs> is the age range? I feel like yeah. it's this huge, like, because like I'm almost 40. Okay. So mm-hmm. if I'm almost 40 and someone who's turning 30 is saying that they are a millennial, I'm like, oh, well then what is it? Yeah, I'm I'm confused too. I feel like I'm pretty solidly definitively a millennial and I because I'm 86 and I just feel like mm. that's I, I just that's yeah, millennial. Even, that's we're millennials. Yeah, yeah. And we're also literally children. So I don't know what <laughs> these people are like talking about. I, I never do. I really never do. I know. And that's what's scary is that makes us sound old. I never know what these kids are talking. I feel old whenever I listen to like current music because I'm like, like if I listen to hip hop now, I'm like, see, this isn't like the old school hip hop was just the best music. Like I'm that lady. You know, what is the Gen Z thing that really bothers me is the way you guys, way they do the heart. What? Okay. What is that? (laughs) It it doesn't even, it's not even natural. Like I don't even like... it's Pia, my friend Pia had to send me a video yes. of it. And it's like, what? So what, why, why not just do, and why, like, don't make gang signs for her. It's literally okay? a gang sign. Like, it's, and I don't understand why, if you want to just join, we just do half and half. It's so much. Yes. Easier. Why did you do that to me? Why do you have to make, go and make things so complicated? That was complete. That's an, that, that is an unnecessary thing to do. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's end that also. I, I agree. Let's just end Gen Z until we can figure this all out. Okay. <laughs> you guys are on hold until we can get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm totally with you. I, I mean, not to like throw the, the Gen Xers under the bus, but I do feel like they're really like, I feel like we're catching a lot of strays on their behalf. And I, I don't think that's fair. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Fuck these people, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of 
people who want to carry the Roman Empire thing into 2024, can we just come up with like a, a concrete definition? If you're going to use it, can we use it correctly? Because what is your definition? Of a I'm so, okay. So this is it started with this trend, right? Where like a woman would ask their boyfriend, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" Right. And for some reason, all these men were like, "I don't know, like twice a week." And it's like, "What? Why the Roman Empire?" Right. So is it this historical, is it a historical thing that you think about often? Is that what it is? That's what I feel like the guidelines should be. It shouldn't be, and it has to be something that like really sat with you um, and that like really like, like informs your life in a way that people don't And also it, it needs to have taken place a little bit longer ago. Yeah. You know, like when the Roman Empire can't be anything with Travis and Taylor, it's too soon. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. That's what people keep saying to like stuff like (laughs) that. I'm like, I don't think that's what this is. I think it's supposed to be this like weird historical thing from a while ago. Like I can, I don't mind if it's a pop culture thing, but it has to be at least from the early 2000s. Yeah, like my Roman Empire would be, you know, Audrina's mom drunk outside of like, uh, like Ledoux. Talking about my baby's gonna be so good on dancing with the stars, and then nobody's gonna tell me anyway. Just shut up, just shut up. Okay, that's my Roman episode. <laughs> I need to come up with mine. My <laughs> Roman Empire. See, like I, I never can think of things on the spot, but there's mm-hmm. things I th- like. I think about Will and Grace all the time, yeah. and I feel like that's historical. Like mm-hmm. I have always have. I'm always thinking of what Karen Walker has said throughout the years. Jack's share impression. Jack's share impression. Does that count? That's history. That was like the first time we like embraced having gay people on our screens. We were like, oh God, all these gays are just like Jack, you know, that kind of shit. I think that counts. Okay. That's my Roman Empire. Will and Grace, 1998 (laughs) version. (laughs) Yeah. You have to do the OG, not the reboot. The the reboot, that reboot really haunts me. Okay. That reboot. Okay. I get that they did like a sketch like during the Trump thing and everyone was like, oh my God, let's totally get them back together. I immediately was like, do not do it, you guys. It's not a good idea. It's one thing to do a little sketch. It's another thing to create a whole entire show and y'all look different and act different and it doesn't feel right. And you know, that could really be another thing is like, we don't need a reunion. I don't I don't need a 90s reunion. I don't need the band getting back together to talk about old times. I'm fine. I'm fine. Definitely no more reboots of shows just because people are nostalgic and like think that that's what they want because it always feels weird. Very and clunky and I don't like it. Because it's like what made it work is that they were all big at that time and like created this world together. They've all gone off. They've all lived very different lives and you're like trying to bring them back and they're not really the characters. They're just the actors that play them and then that becomes very apparent. Right. It feels like you're talking about Anne just like that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> this felt very coded and I could tell. But the thing about it just like that is it's so bad. It's good. It really is. It really, I can't, like, like, I don't want it to ever get better. No, like Never. I'm, I'm actually happy in the, in the like pig pe- pig pen with them. Like when I found out that they weren't coming back until 2025, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Blame the writer's strike and the actor's oh, strike. 
Damn. Cause I really did love covering it just like that it's because so fun. it's just such a ridiculous experience. And so when you talk, when like when you're taking notes on it, I'm like the quotes I'm quoting, I'm like, this is just insanity, this writing and everything about it, the acting. So that bums me out because I really love hate watching and just like that. I know. I feel like next year is going to be dark times because of that, that uh, writer's strike. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's going to be rough for us because it takes it takes so long to make the show, then edit the show and all that stuff. So it's not like like the bear. Right. Oh, I'm really bummed about that. Is that going to be please that let that be in 2024 at least. You know what? I'm saving the bear for when I take these two weeks off uh, at the end of the year to like finally watch because I only watched like one episode and I was like, I'm not into this. But I also ah. like I wasn't in a headspace to like get into a new show. So you I'm saving what? it. I get that because I did the same thing with the bear. When I someone told me to watch it and I was like, okay. And I started it and felt the same way. I was like, I just need to be in a mood for this. Mm -hmm. And I do find with the bear that the, they actually created some very unlikable characters that take a minute to warm up to. Yeah. So it, you even need to like go to like at least episode four. Okay. And that's kind of that. a lot. That's a like, that's a lot when you're not in the mood. Like when you're like, I don't, I can't do this. You have to yeah. be in the mood for that. Okay. What kind of mood does one need to be in to watch the bear? Like, do I need to be in a place of yes, yes, chef chaos? Mm, that would help. It's moving quickly. Um, okay. It, it definitely would help to be in a place of yes, chef. Um, okay. It also, like, I had been in the restaurant industry for so, like, a decade. And so mm -hmm. I'd gotten out of the restaurant industry. So I had to be far enough removed from it in order to find it entertaining because sure. at first it was like just triggering. Like I was like, yeah. Oh, shut up. So I would say in a mood for, um, dis dysfunction okay. and like very dysfun dysfunctional communication, okay. but, but this like understanding that it will get like so much better. Like the season two, the way they arc in season two is incredible. Perfect. Season and two then, is see, amazing. I see Io and I'm like, I know that I would love her. I see it in her face that I, I would stand her, but I haven't really gotten there yet. But I'm excited for that journey. But see, that's also part of it too. Like I'm they made these characters like very difficult to like, which mm. is a hard, hard thing to do yeah. when you're watching a show. Um, but then once you get into it, cause like I'm a binger. So like, I prefer like watching, you know, if I can, I want to watch like seven episodes minimum. Exactly. And so once you get, you know, like once you get into the environment and like the world of it, mm -hmm. like then yeah. you're in it and then you're that's like, where I need to be. Then you're on. Exactly. That, that's why I love binging because suddenly it becomes your whole personality. Right. You know what I mean? You start yeah. saying yes, chef. And like, you start like you get, you know what I mean? <laughs> so once you're there with her, because her character is rough at first, okay. but then you get it like then you're like oh okay okay well i love that yeah exactly you that. it's a it, the payoff is so worth it oh, good that really excites me okay <laughs> well i'm glad <laughs> to end on a high note thank you so much and happy holidays happy holidays happy new year all of that all of it let's have do a 2024 cookie, right have a pinoli cookie the whole thing i'll have all the cookies <laughs> bye emily talk soon bye. <laughs> hi gibson Hey, how are you? Good to be uh, back. I'm great to be done with this year. So what do you mm -hmm. got for me, Gibson? What are you keeping in 2023? I'm keeping Scandaval in 2023. Okay. Bold. So 
it was it was obviously the biggest reality TV story, arguably one of the biggest pop culture stories of the year. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, you know, obviously everybody who can milks it for what it's worth. And I think that it's been milked pretty dry at this yeah. point. And I and I know that that's it's rich coming from somebody who is, you know, vocally excited for the next season of Vanderpump Rules. But I'm, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic because I'm scared that it's going to be too much about Scandaval. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm leaving in 2023. I, I'm, I'm, my interest is really waning in that story. Yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. I, I want to know if you feel the way I feel, which is that I think we're almost screwed next season. Cause I feel like there's no way that the audience at large is going to be happy. Like there's nothing that they can do to satisfy them. And I'm, I'm bracing myself already. No, I totally agree. I think it's kind of a monster of their own making at this point because it's like they bravo the people on this show the people around the show have built it up into this just like monster moment and you know when you're at such a high for a show that has been at such a low it it, it went from such a low to such a high yeah. but there's obviously only one way to go and I'm hoping they don't go fully down. Like I, I hope that they find some sort of happy medium where like we can we can excavate like sort of what that world looks like for Ariana and Tom as they navigate this group and who's allowed to hang out with who and all that. Like I actually find some of that to be kind of interesting. Yeah. But I would I would like the focus to be more on those interpersonal dynamics and maybe what it says about their friendships, kind of more higher level versus like you can't hang out with him because he did this. Like it, I want right. it to be more about like, okay, like does she know, like does she always kind of find herself in the middle? Like, what does that mean for her? Um, so I hope that it's not too minutia based because mm-hmm. I really think that there is a lack. I think that the interest is is really waning. And I also, what one thing I'm actually interested in, because I think that, I mean, you and I are so online. We're so extremely online. Mm-hmm. Like we know <laughs> we're so tapped into what the conversation is on social media around these shows. But yeah. like, one thing that Scandaval did was that it brought a lot of people either who had previously been in the fold and left in terms of viewing Van Hump Rules and Bravo at large, but it also brought in a lot of new people. And I think mm-hmm. that those people aren't as touchy in terms of like what they're satisfied with. So they might right. be totally down for a huge season of Van Hump Rules. That's about the Fingers aftermath crossed. of Scandaval. Yeah. But I personally don't really want that. Yeah. <laughs> fair 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 enough are you excited about the uh spinoff that we're getting apparently in april allegedly not really yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen like did i love Kristen's moment on the finale last year and like sure. the, the slide the, the showing the slide and then her showing up to ariana's to do some sort of like wasn't they they burned some pieces of paper or something like that Mm. I I liked that I liked that we saw her and you know what I'm intrigued to see what Kristen has in store for us but like always I when when that when that news first broke they were doing that you know it's again it's one of those things where it's like there was such an interest you know in March April May June yeah that it made sense right but it takes obviously you know six to eight months to turn six to ten months probably to turn something like that around and then by April we're going to be deep into the season of Vanderpump Rules. Are we interested in what Kristen and Jax and Brittany were doing last summer? I don't know. No. I, I kind of think that they, my inclination about that whole situation is that they really were banking on getting Stassi. That's what I kind of think mm, was, mm. The, was the kind of missing piece there. Because honestly, yeah. I would be interested in what Stassi was doing. I think that like, obviously I don't do I support her coming back or not like 
that's a whole other question. But in terms of like, if they had decided to bring her back and, and gotten cameras to follow her around, I would have been interested to see that just because, yeah. you know, she's a compelling personality, but it would have at least made more sense because we know that like Jackson Brittany are now doing the like family we've got kids things and that would be like another connection where like Stassi right. doing the same thing but now I just feel like it's like a mixed bag like whatever going is going on in Kristen's life is vastly different from what Jax is doing so I, I'm not seeing the connective tissue. I agree and there's there's a weird gray area I think that's going to happen of like I bet I bet you will see like Sheena and Lala bringing their kids around to have like right. play dates with Jack and Brax and Brittany, which is fun. Like that's a that's a side that we don't really see on Vanderhump Rules that often, I guess, because mm-hmm. the focus is so on the friend group and those different dynamics. Um, but like play dates, I don't know if that makes a, a, an a interesting reality show. I right. you know I'm I'm open to being pleasantly surprised, but I do think that right. I think that in the aftermath of Scandaval, Jack's kind of jumped on that coattail and tried to convince us that he was a change he rode that coattail he (laughs) was weighing it down and I think that he he tried to go on this like press tour where he convinced us that he's like a really changed man um but I think as we saw because I felt like he went to reddit and was like I'm gonna look at all of the comments of people who are like making sense and saying like things that are going to make me look better and he just like aggregated all that and just like repeated it on interview after interview after interview yeah no it's totally it's almost like he like went to chat to chat dbt and was like give me give me some talking points literally no you're so right you're so right and like you know for half a second i was like okay maybe he has matured i think there was like one watch happens live that he was on towards the end of that season i was like okay he does seem better but am I convinced no and then I watched the house of villains and he's the first one voted out and he's like this is same old self and I'm just sort of like I'm I'm good I'm good so good he I'm a nice guy himself right into house of villains how did that happen how does that work hmm makes you think it really does (laughs) do you feel the same about Scandaval do you feel are you as exhausted by it as I am I'm I'm exhausted more by like the cottage industry that was built right. by this and the like people not giving them a break and just letting them film the following season. Like we've seen everything. Here they are. Here Sheena screaming at Tom somewhere. It's like everybody was out in West Hollywood, like reporting everything that they could possibly mm-hmm. see. And I really feel like that is what's going to ruin it because everybody already knows what's going to happen where they're going to be who's fighting who like whatever and i just yeah like i said i just feel like there's no way for people to be satisfied and that's what's going to take the joy out of it for me i always have fun you know i'm always giggling so (laughs) no just totally same and but i think that that's something that i have hated about some of the housewives seasons in recent years is like this sort of like on the ground dumois inspired reporting Mm -hmm that I think really hurts. I agree. I think I don't want to know what outfits they're all wearing on all the trips. I don't no. want to see, um, you know, all those details. And like, obviously you don't, you only see so much, but like, I think Salt Lake City this past, this current season is a good example. I don't feel like we saw that much from on the ground. Like there was right. some stuff that leaked from the Palm Springs of it all or whatever. But like, overall, I kind of had no idea what to expect from the season of Salt Lake City because there right. weren't that many leaks. And I love that about it. Like, I think this is the best season yet. And so I agree that there's too much attention on management rules. And there's too many people who don't actually know what they're talking about trying to mm-hmm. capitalize on that show. It's like, right. you, it's like you see <laughs> This is so specific, but I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but like you can really tell the people who 
are really, really new to it and trying to capitalize on social media about it because they're they're doing hashtag Vanderpump rules instead of hashtag pump rules. Right. And they don't they don't know. They don't know that that's not the hashtag they don't baby. Know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm totally with you. It's it's like uh it's not sustainable and it and yeah. it takes some of the intrigue out of it. Yeah, I agree. And um I think like to your point about Kristen, I think like what the housewives gets right is like we have to treat these old people kind of like a bay leaf like you just put them in and then you take them out like they add the flavor and then you just got to take them out and we just like we don't deal with them again you know what a metaphor that is such yeah. a good I love that and I think that the franchise that has learned that the best is is Beverly Hills great there's every year there's one party at Kyle's where we get a Camille we get an Adrian Maloof it's they, they barely even say two words but like mm-hmm. it's enough to satisfy it's enough there's enough build up that like the fans are happy I totally agree yeah um yeah. and it just they're, they're gonna learn their lesson I think with Vanderpump Rules and again maybe maybe the spinoff is gonna surprise us maybe they found some of their pa- new parent friends who are like really interesting figures like I'll I'll, I'll wait and see I will yeah. I will give it a <laughs> chance but um if Jax is the calling card I'm not picking up the phone. I'm not picking up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gibson, thank you so much. This was a great, well thought out pick. I, I really oh, thank you. That, thank so. you. I'm so excited to see what everyone else had to say. Me too. Me too. I was, I was racking my brain. <laughs> well, you were the first one to pick Scandaval. And I, I have a feeling you might not be the last. But okay. We'll <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, happy holidays to you and have a happy new year. You too. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope to be back soon. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, guys. Next up is none other than one half of Come Through Queen, Dan. Hello. Hi, so happy to be back. A year since our last Leave It In 2022. Wow. Yeah, the chilling reveal that you guys wanted to leave Bethany there and you guys were absolutely a thousand percent correct about that because what a demon has been unleashed on us over this year. I I almost feel like we made it worse by like (laughs) wanting her to stay and she's like, no, 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 I'm going to come to 2023 and be even worse than I've ever been before. And I am telling you, I'm not going. <laughs> true, true disaster. So you guys have a, a lot to live up to. What are you guys yeah. leaving? What are you leaving in 2023? Okay. I want to leave Housewives podcasting in 2023. Wow. Shots to Jen and Jackie, F- Jen Fessler. You hear that? Yeah. They're they're the they're the latest. Our two J's of Jersey, I think. Sure, <laughs> whatever. We, we kicked off the year. If I need to remind everyone, with Robin and Giselle's Patreon exclusive explaining Robin's uh, marital woes. 
<laughs> and from there, like we've had so many podcasting storylines on the housewives. I mean, even just like recently, we have Meredith and Seth, we have Larsa and Marcus, like everyone is throwing their hat into the podcasting ring. And most of them are not good. Most of them are not good. And they just seem very short-lived. Like we're going to get a cute seven to 12 episodes and then they're going to forget yeah. all about it. Exactly. So what's the point? I, I do. I do got to give a little credit though to do decent of odd because like. I know. I know you the, do. Give it up. The fact that they've like continued it for so long mm -hmm. and like it's so funny that Teddy Joe is now relevant solely because of two D's in a pod. It is hilarious that Teddy Joe's relevant. You're right about that. <laughs> this is like very she, funny. She's at BravoCon getting into new fights because she's podcasting. <laughs> right, right. Lord, Teddy Joe. Um, do you, Would you say that two T's is maybe the crown jewel of our Housewives podcasts? So, I mean, I, I'm not like a consistent listener by any means, but like, I do feel like we'll eventually, we, we occasionally do get like clips of it posted online that are actually interesting little nuggets that come out of the show. And we're not really getting clips passed around on Twitter or Instagram of like Meredith's podcast, you know? Because who's yeah. listening? Who's you podcast we deserve mary cosby's what happened to that one that one one episode <laughs> wonder <laughs> that's just for the congregation that's not for <laughs> mass consumption <laughs> that is true how do you feel about like the other like if we're opening up the bravo verse mm. um we've got pillows and beer i know you don't oh. watch Southern charm but austin and craig have their own podcast yeah. i guess i don't listen to it but yeah yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, we do have a very successful non-housewife Bravo podcast, The Giggly Squad. They chart That's pretty true. high. That is true. Very and well. it's kept it's kept Hannah relevant to us Bravo watchers, but like apparently she's like very successful outside of the Bravo sphere. I wouldn't know, but I like know. <laughs> Yeah. And it's funny at BravoCon they were like they were asked who would you want to come back to the to the summer house cast? And most mm -hmm. of them said Hannah. Kyle included, which was shocking to me. I know after their explosive, like sort of like father-daughter fight in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, with that, we have to brace ourselves for um Rachel's what is Rachel Levis's <gasps> new podcast called? Rachel's Revenge. Oh, it's Rachel, and I want to say colon going rogue yeah <laughs> and and this is a bethany frankel production right in in conjunction with iheart if i'm if i'm not mistaken yeah um, what are your what do you think is going to happen Can uh, you do one prediction for rachel going rogue what do you think will be happening i don't i mean i i imagine like with bethany kind of shepherding her into this podcasting world like she probably has a better shot at it than if she was trying to do it solo right because i mean bethany knows how to make waves so i'm sure she'll like be able to produce it uh i just don't see like what the end goal is because it seems like she wants to be done with reality television you would think wow. yeah I think. and yet here she is 
on iHeartRadio. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, as much as I'm like trying to leave all of it in the past, I don't think there's any stopping it. I think there was a time where Bravo was like, you can't have these podcasts and talk about what's going on in your life because it's like ruining the show. And I think they've kind of just given up on trying to enforce that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous. I, I, my prediction is that it's going to be like, remember when Danielle Staub vowed that she would never go on New Jersey again? And then mm. every week on Instagram Live, she would watch the episodes and like share her thoughts. <laughs> yes, I it's not going to be as good as that because that was like deeply unhinged in a very specific mm. Danielle way that we all enjoy. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a lot like that for Raquel, but it's going to be, you know, Raquel's version, which, you know. Oh, I it didn't even occur to me that she might do like a watch along because it is premiering like alongside of the new season of Vanderpump Rules. Correct. Huh. Like the way she theorized about having a podcast while she was on Bethany's was like, it's going to be about wellness and like finding your voice and stuff like that. But the easy way to make money would be to just talk about the show. <laughs> Absolutely. And nobody wants to hear anything else. And nobody really wants to hear that. Yeah, I know. That's like your best bet, Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> Sing for your supper because I mean, this is going to be her last big check and I hope yeah. she yeah i'll be aware of that um well i think this is a, an incredible an incredible one and honestly i think that a lot of shows reality or not could maybe we could just pipe down on, on the celebrities talking about their shows just yeah all, exactly all of them in general so please thank you thank you so much for that dan that was a great great selection thank you kara <laughs> and happy new year merry christmas ha to you. happy new year happy holidays to everyone and we'll talk again soon yes all right you guys we got another one hello chai happy hey <laughs> um tell everybody what it is that you want to leave in 2023 so the brown family wow okay okay i think it's time i think it's time what do you think should happen you think we should just completely end sister wives is this what you're saying to me at least give it a break like i i love this last season it's been amazing but i think we're at the place of like he's down to one wife what are we even showing anymore also i kind of just want to see what everyone in the family does without the presence of the tv show Mm, okay. Like I just want to see what like okay, like I want to see does I want Cody and Robin to live in monogamy, even though I'm not fully sure that's what Robin wants. Okay, see, I really struggle with this. Like, what Robin's goal is, I do feel pretty strongly that she enjoys the concept of a plural situation but not the actual execution of it. Um, I, but I also don't know if she's like fully like, you know, like a witch just cackling and, and saying like, oh, my, my job is complete and I got it. I, I'm really not sure where I land with what's going on with Robin's square head. So I don't think that like Robin is the villain that the internet tries to make her out to be. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I just think the nature of polygamy kind of makes it like everyone is fighting for resources and she won. The thing that's right. insufferable about her is the fact that I think it's 
who is it that always says that she's the winner, but like she me acts? Uh, yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but she acts like she's losing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very frustrating. I think the only reason she like want like the the sister wife's aspect she wants is like she wanted like free helpers, and I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like she never got it right. Like she came in, she's like, people are supposed to be helping me take care of my children. I'm supposed to have all this excess help. And like, she got none of the benefits of polygamy. Like Janelle, in terms of childcare, she made out like a bandit. Fully, fully. And and I, you know, I agree with you on that. Um, Yeah, I am with you. I, I just, I feel like Robin comes from a place of, if I'm not completely adored from the second my square toe enters into a room, then I'm the victim. And that's so annoying. Oh, for sure. Like, okay, so Robin is like incredibly emotionally immature. Like, I think she's incapable of ever being the adult in the room. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sad for her children. Like, it's infuriating to watch. Like, the worst part of it is like, I don't necessarily feel like all of her, like a lot of her crying is performative. And right. that makes me even more mad because I'm like, why is this what you're trying to portray? Right, right. Exactly. Like, keep your shit together it's like it's awful for it's just awful for her children like she's a weepy ass mom raising anxious weepy ass children fully like every time we see those kids i'm just like this is not fair to them like and you know she gets them together she's like i don't know the whole family just hates us (laughs) and it's so frustrating because another thing that i find highly annoying about robin is this idea of like the kids don't like me and I'm like, you're a, you came into the situation as a whole adult. And even if there are, let's say, six teenagers that don't like you, that's not a reason that you're a victim. That's not how it works. It's also like I I hate, 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 hate the like adult, like my minor children versus my adult children thing that Cody right. does. Because right. it's like they're always your children and you're you need no matter how old they get, like and how old you are, you are still older than them and you need to still be the parent. Exactly. So to go back to your original comment, if you were like in the boardroom at TLC, like really storming out, okay, they're saying, Chai, we are going to be doing a next season. So what would be on your wish list for that then? Um, First off, Janelle. Okay, so... I feel like the internet had tried to convince me that Janelle was like Warren Buffett. She was some type of financial genius. <laughs> and now we're finding out that she's just as dumb as the rest of them. Um, she's made out worse than anyone financially in this. Yeah. Um, doesn't have a pot to piss in. I'd like to see her have to go through like some classes. <laughs> like I want her to be like taking financial literacy classes. <laughs> <laughs> like to just have been on tv for 18 seasons and have nothing to show for it like no um we, we need to get her some education yeah <laughs> if you they want to stay on tv want i want to like see a special God. a special episode with janelle and Susie orman just yes like really breaking it down okay yes okay. <laughs> and then i mean all tax returns need to be released i'm trying to Fully. see the figures okay uh-huh. we've been invested for 18 seasons i need to know what what are we discussing here what are we really looking at agreed okay okay i need to know how much they owe on that field like that lot whatever's going on there 
I need to know it all. Then, um, Mary, first off, okay, Mary, I was like started rewatching the catfishing season. Mm-hmm. Um, I only made it like a couple episodes in, but that's also the same season where Mary gives up her legal marriage right. mm-hmm. for the sake of Robin. And I need the next season, Robin needs to be able to, Mary needs to be able to just fight Robin. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think like Mary's really put herself in a, I mean, I mean, Mary has always been in the unique position of being the odd person out of the situation that's clear but like in terms of filming in the future mary you're gonna have to come up with a better storyline than what the hell's going on with your carriage house renovation which we never saw by the way right <laughs> no i want mary to put on gloves and beat robin's ass like because so, <laughs> i was just re-watching the scene where like okay mary gives up her like they get divorced and then Mary's crying and like, she's like, this is a lot more emotional than I thought it would be for me. And then Robin and um, Cody accost her to try to force her to be present for the wedding. Mm-hmm. When she's saying, she, she's like, I don't even want to know. I want you guys to just do your thing. And I don't want to know the data because I don't want it to be something that I have to think about. Right. And oh, Robin's like, no, away, I really want you to be involved in it. And like, it's forcing her, browbeating Mary into feeling guilty so she and can I, be there for Robin. And I want to interrupt you real quick because I saw a picture of Robin and Cody out and they were at a restaurant. And I guess somehow the information that they were going to be out on their anniversary or that they were celebrating their anniversary somehow that information got out so people are like oh that's interesting because y'all got married on the show in may and remember all those times when they got legally married and they were like assuring everybody we don't promising it's not gonna be a date that we celebrate yeah and what what date do you think that they were celebrating chai of course, the legal marriage. So interesting. The, 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 the date that they were like, oh, we don't care about this at all. Doesn't mean anything. Seems like. And, and after all that, they force Rob, they force Mary to get on board with wanting to be there. Robin forces her mm-hmm. only for then Cody to change his mind and say, no, he doesn't want her there anymore. Yep. <laughs> she wants to be there. Like Robin has been fucking with Mary for years now. And just dragging her along so she has someone to like witness her life. Like it's thing. like no, Mar- Mary's gotta be able to beat Robin's ass. Like <laughs> if they don't touch like if Robin doesn't, if Mary doesn't touch Robin next season, I'll never watch the show again. <laughs> and she I deserves want Jen it. to pull up too while we're at it. Like that part. She looks like she could fight. <laughs> just tie up that hair girl in a ponytail holder. Um, I would love to see a conversation between Jen and Mary about where Mary's feelings are now, since Mary has been swearing up and down that Jen is the only person in this past decade that she truly trusts. Like, okay, well, I want to talk to you to, I want to see the conversation between Jen and Mary so that we can really hear the truth about what, how Mary feels. That part. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Christine's love, but like, I don't care about people seeing being in love on television. And like, I will, I'll be on the journey 
But I guess I'm a little bit confused as to why we're seeing the wedding prior to seeing anything about their relationship building up to the wedding. <laughs> I mean, they could just never get the timing of this like shot right. Like, I think we're still yeah. in like 2020. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. They can just never get it. It's like they have prolonged COVID to a level that is like, geez, like, like I've been barely, watching COVID for five years now. They've barely gotten to the vaccine at this point. Like, it's wild, wild. And thing. that's another thing is I want everyone to be sat down and we need to discuss the vaccine. We made all these like big rules about like, the protocols, the protocols, the protocols. And like you used it as an excuse to break up your family, Cody. Now I want everyone to sit down and tell me like who, who got vaccinated and who did it. Right. Exactly. Who's still dead naming Leon? I want to know everything. Yeah. I want to know where Leon lies in this whole situation. Like how on the outskirts are they? Do they even talk to their mama? Like occasionally I will see pictures of them, but it with with mary but i don't i'm I'm. it seems like they're kind of a lone wolf so i want to know more about that where's leon where's leon leon's like the the rob kardashian of this show <laughs> like where are you got him tucked away way in the back <laughs> and i i have questions i have a lot of questions i um, mean you just know christine the monsters that christine raised janelle's too or over there, like, just slinging all types of transphobic stuff at Leon. Oh, can you imagine? What page you just is know it, Please. Like, that's another thing about Chris, like, where I'm ready to take a break. Because as, like, the kids grow up, um, Christine's older sons, like, genuinely scare me. Like, mm-hmm. I would hate to be caught in, like, a sundown town right. anywhere near me. I don't care that it's 2024. <laughs> I'm with you. I am with like you. the older they get, they starting to get menacing. I don't see them as children anymore. And I'm having to like, really like see them as men and reconcile what that means. And like, I also don't want to feel sorry for them. Yeah. It's hard. And it's hard not to. It's definitely, definitely hard. Oh man. Do you have any more thoughts? How long of a break do you think they should take? At least a year. Okay. Let's just see what happens. I need to see what Robin and Cody do with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we are owed. Because I was thinking about um, um, Beverly Hills and how Rinna really kind of put them in a place. Well, no, not even Rinna. We can actually go back to LVP where there was like such a going after lvp i'm like okay but when she leaves where are the chips gonna fall how is this all gonna work out and i would like to see like yeah now that cody and robin don't have anything to cry and bitch and complain about where does your relationship really stand are you guys also what happens when they don't have mary's money hello because david yerman's not cheap like I think a lot about how like I think they end up on seeking sister wife. I and and that might be and that and it'll literally be. be like to exploit some like girl from some like you know um poorer country because really <laughs> let's be honest like Robin wants the labor. She's looking for Fully. the free labor. Fully. 
Ugh. Oh God. Okay. Um, that these it's, it's a challenging um request. I will say you guys have really been challenging me over these two episodes, but I I respect you and your opinion. This would really put a, a a dent in my pocket, so to speak. Sister wives being gone, they are my most popular episodes. But I feel you. Well, I feel, you. <laughs> I feel like you would even get more popular because then you just have to do go through the social media digging of what's going on. Well, if I could, but I'm blocked by Janelle and Mary, so <laughs> we just got to get you a burner. Got to get you a burner, and that'll be your thing. Like you will be the seeking sister wife person of record. Like no show. Everyone has to go to Caraberry to find out what's going on with the family. I, I would love to be that. I would love to be the the Ashley of of Sister Wives. That the Kara. <laughs> <be> Kara. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Chai. I hope you have a great holiday and a happy new year. Same to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello, Kendrick. Why, hello. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Um, I I adore you. I'm happy to have you here on this special. Oh. We'll talk about what we're leaving in 2023. So Kendrick, hit me. Hit me, baby. What you got? Oh, dear Lord. This one, when you messaged me, this was an easy one for me, an easy mm-hmm. one. I, the only reason Krishan gets to stay is because oh. she's on baddies. And, you know, I, I, I likes me some Zeus, okay? I won't <laughs> lie. I likes me some Zeus. But Blueface and his mama got to go. We got to lead him in 2023. I'm t- Don't pass go. Don't get a bus ticket, a train ticket. You can't come. I ain't got no room, sis. You can't sleep on my couch. None of that. Sorry. I am so with you. I don't, I like refuse to talk about Blueface and Krishan and Jaden and all of them because they're just so right. cursed and dark. Yes. I don't want to go there. Like it's not even fun for me no. to witness all of the the depth of despair that's going on with all those, all three of y'all. I can't all, take All that. three of y'all. It's, it's too <laughs> much. Like the only thing I will give Jaden is that that little song she has out is addictive. Listen, I won't lie. <laughs> it's a hit. We don't need to get into it. I know. It's like, oh, hey, 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 it's so good. <laughs> I hate that I love it too. I'm like, God damn it. I, I wanted know. to. <laughs> it's a bop. It's really a bop. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm totally with you. Blueface, is like, didn't he, isn't he like about to go to prison for killing somebody? Like, why is he free? Why is this man free? Right. I feel like there's a lot going on. Like, putting the babies like like stuff online like the genitals and all like that I was like it's first of all I can think of like three offenses off the top of my head that should like get him at least a five to ten year bid like easy like I don't know why you're running free I just don't feel like this is okay but who am I right I, I he is so like I just can't yeah. even compare him blue face to anybody and then I'm happy that that Krishan has like kind of gotten out of the grip of his gnarled fingers, but not really. Right. But there was a time like over the summer and really like the first half of this year where I'm like, what, what is going, what of you guys is going to be dead? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like not mm-hmm. even joking. I'm surprised survived. It's a lot. I literally, the first season I watched, did you, have you dabbled in their show crazy in love at all uh, i've seen clips I've yeah seen. it's 
<laughs> don't worry you're not it's it's a lot it's a lot like the first season he punched her dad like mm-hmm. it was it was a lot of stuff going on so the second season i like i decided to opt out i'm like you know what i can just get my Krishan fix on baddies because she's ridiculous enough on there now her sister's in the fold like that that's good enough for me yeah. i don't need to see her interact with blue face in any capacity i'm okay on it outside of the I'm courtroom good. no no <laughs> hello <laughs> And then and what's even scarier is I don't know if I want her to have full cut. I'm like, okay, the baby is who I'm thinking about. When I saw that picture of her with the baby in Walmart or whatever they were, and that baby uh, was, I thought the baby was about to do a back bend. I didn't know what was going <laughs> on, but I was like, this, this a little much. Like, okay, Krishan, I'm I'm trying to be on your side, but help me out now. Help me out. Right. Like Give y'all thought brain. Michael Jackson dangling bank blanket off that balcony was something. <laughs> This baby was like in a total like Cirque du Soleil free fall <laughs> in that baby Bjorn. Like, what is what is going too, on? Too much to Quita. Too much. I can't <laughs> handle it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're we, a mess. Prayers up for for Krishan Junior. <laughs> the grandma was really gonna have to be the baby on this one. I, I don't even yes. know. Yes. <sighs> no words. No words. No words. Shout out to Jocelyn. No words. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if John, if, if Jocelyn can take care of Bonnie Bella, for Sean, I know you can do it. You just Hello. got to, you you got to, you know, get your mind right. I believe you can. Okay, we rooting <laughs> for you, sis. I'm rooting for you. Right. If oh. we could have like, if we could end on a positive, like what 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 dream do you want to put in a wishing well for Krishan? Because Blueface Ooh. is hopeless. We're done with him. What could, you know what? what could we do for Krishan? I'm trying to think of who would be a, a good example. See, I want her to like, you know, she's trying to do music like, okay, girl. But, you know, she's trying to do music. I, maybe I want her to like get in. Oh, no, that's not a good example. I'm about to say the Keisha Cole lane, but she divorced <laughs> too. I want her to get in a lane where, you know, everybody needs their type of music that they like fine i need you to get with a good producer do that so you can meet somebody above blue face it's gonna drive yeah. like it's now don't get me wrong it's gonna drive him crazy the way that uh future is driven crazy by russell wilson it's gonna drive him crazy but i would love that for me i wanted to see him spiraling on the internet i know she would love to see that but just get her with a good sensible man you know what he don't maybe just a a dude from the streets that's a good stockbroker. You don't need nobody in the industry. Like, get you somebody like that. That'll be good for you. Like when Fantasia found that man down to the T-Mobile. Like, that yes, <laughs> yes. You better come on with the. Uh, can you hear me now? All on the states. I know that's right. Yes, oh, I feel you. To you brought up future. I was just thinking last night how I think about this a lot. Future did a whole uh, Mother's Day post. Well, no. He tweeted to all his baby mamas on Mother's Day. And most of them got the like, you're so great. I I love the way you take care of insert baby name here. Mm -hmm. And then he just did at Sierra. Appreciate you. And then he just (laughs) Oh. You can't even try to pretend like you're a mature individual. Right. Yeah, it's all right. Look, little Future Junior knows uh who Papa is though, so hello. We ain't got to worry, we ain't got to worry about Future too much. And, now. and he didn't, he didn't do March Madness. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Yeah, okay. Now, Liza <laughs> Rain, all you girls, I don't know what y'all gonna do with that man, but figure it out. Prayers figure it up. Out. 
Prayers okay. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I think Krishan needs like a solid group of people mm-hmm. in the industry and also outside of the industry who are like really going to get her to where she thinks that she wants to go. I don't really know right what, what Krishan's specialties are. It's not behind the booth from what I've seen. Okay. It, it's it's not because the one song the one song was like okay I'm a, I'm gonna give you that one okay because you know on Zeus they play your songs enough to where you'd be like okay maybe my head is bobbing a little right. bit maybe I'm bobbing a little bit but, sometimes right you know <laughs> when they play it on the radio though you like okay no it would it, it's not the same Zeus effect so mm-hmm. you know who I, what I would like for her I would like for her like inside the industry. Get her a group of girls like you know that whole like the group of rap girlies. We got like Lotto, Flo Millie, yeah. uh, like all of them like hang out. Uh, Mona Leo, they all like hang out. They like real cool and uh, support each other all the time. She needs a little click like that. Now it might not be like Lotto and those girls, but you can get like sexy red, or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some girls like you can get them on your side and and y'all just support one another. That'll be good. I, I like that. Monica if Monica could like take her under a wing as like an auntie like I think that would be I think Monica would really get through to her oh my hold on first of all R.I.P. to Monica and C. Murder's relationship that apparently just ended. Oh, dear. (laughs) You know what? Monica might need a little time to heal. We go, (laughs) Monica, we'll we'll put that on 2024 for you. We're not going to put that on your back this year. Maybe in the springtime. Right. Circle back. (laughs) Because, you know, she loved that man. That is her man. Real bad. Real bad. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, if we could could get uh, Carisha separated from Diddy and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, we could join something like that i would like to see that yes candy like could candy give her a call i mean look uh her cousin akbar is doing songs with Nicki minaj so i mean anything is possible candy (laughs) help krishan out like you you know you're a benevolent queen help help the girls out she needs it you know (laughs) (laughs) well Kendra, this was an excellent excellent choice because i've really like i've been this has been on my heart for like yes. the better part of 2023 so thank you thank you for letting yes <laughs> thank you um, i pre- i needed an outlet to spew hatred towards blueface and i thank you for giving me that thank you very much <laughs> any anytime happy new year happy holidays and we'll talk soon absolutely i'm rebranding in 2024 so i need you to come on and you oh, know okay. gab the gab with me little teaser little teaser there check mm-hmm. check the new pot out next year y'all Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. You guys, we got another one Ugh, from Who Asked Me podcast. Giselle, hello, girl. Hi. <laughs> Happy almost end of the year, going into the new year. We were just talking about how things are not well, bitch, but we're pushing along. We're pushing along. <laughs> yeah, that we are. That we are. <laughs> so, girl, share with everybody, what is it, the one thing in pop culture that you want to keep or leave in 2023? Um, what I want to leave in 2023 is reality stars weaponizing the press and Dumois against their co-workers. Oh, hello. I, I'm tired of it. I'm sick. Okay. You know, I'm a rewatch queen. And I just was having this conversation with somebody, um, the other day. And I've been saying this, like, I miss the days of reality TV when we would go into the season and have no clue. One of my favorites was when that season of Vanderpump Rules, the Jack's Britney Faith season, Ugh. when we Does all were like, remember? okay, new, yeah, mm-hmm. new season of Vanderpump Rules tonight. And then Britney gets on Instagram and posts that caption and tells us she's been trying to forget this day for the past year. And we're all like, excuse me? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? And thus, one of the most iconic iconic and possibly you know detrimental to the cast well irrelevant <laughs> uh, scandals happens incredible incredible work i remember the night that that episode premiered and being like oh my god this is everything I, to me shook, shook. and it says i'm doing a potomac rewatch excuse me rewatch now so i can like get to the bottom of things for everybody so mm-hmm. we can stop tussling about it online sure. and, um, thank you thank I'm you in advance three I'm in season three and it's literally like that is the first season that like the the media becomes like an, an invisible uh, cast member of Potomac. Right. And Robin Dixon, like looking, I thought she was ridiculous back then, but like watching it now, I'm like, oh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> she is like so dead set because like fan pages, meme pages were really just kind of getting started then. And right. she is like so mad that she got made memes. <laughs> for you, what, the season two reunion and she's swearing it's Monique <laughs> right <laughs> and her fan page on Facebook I what I think a lot of people don't know about Robin is that allegedly she's been like ear to the ground on these internet uh-huh. for quite a while she was a lipstick alley girl a lipstick alley girl uh fighting for her man Juan you know mm-hmm. much like she's doing today just fighting for her life and Mm-hmm. making up a lot of fairy tales and fallacies to justify their relationship but um so yeah like and and with her pr skills whatever whatever those might be <laughs> it's it's a real combination yeah and she she is like convinced and i i was i like had that in my notes i was like well every anybody who doesn't know robin is a former lipstick alley girl so like mm-hmm. she and under aliases too so yeah 
you know, it makes sense that she thinks that, but I was just like, gosh, like before all of this before, and you know, it's funny because Robin now to this day, I know for a fact has like a few, you know, bloggers, um, Instagram, just people, fans of hers that she keeps in her pocket. So, Mm -hmm. you know, she keeps on, on speed dial. She'll, she'll let them know some things and they get on the internet and they fight for their life for her. So I find it interesting (laughs) that she, is, you know, watching that back because seeing where she is now and knowing where she was with Lipstick Alley. But I mean, I really just think that these shows that I love, I continue to love. It would just be so much better if we left Dumois and Page Six kind of. Page Six can do a little bit, but like, I just, it's too much. I'm wondering how much, how much longer Dumois is even going to last since Tree Pain got right on Twitter and it was like, no, bitch. Listen, I don't know much about Taylor. And honestly, Dumois is kind of a blind spot for me. Like, I just mm-hmm. dip a dab in there, but I don't really get too too deep. Same with Reddit. Um, yeah. But if you guys don't know, recently they had made a claim that Travis and Taylor were about to get engaged, and she knew this for a fact. And then Taylor's publicist PR person, whose name is Tree Pain, is that her government name i believe so wow i believe so (laughs) um she was like you're not going to be doing this this is very damaging and like reckless and like we're going to take you down so i'm not even sure how long miss girly i hope she's got long money and i hope that that show is going to continue with the writer strike but i yeah i'm i wonder like you know i have a feeling that there's a shelf life for outlets like that yeah I'm a little like I was just like thinking of life pre-Dumois and it was a lot just easier and better I think because uh-huh. and I say anybody who listens to my show knows that I don't dabble in Dumois just because like anybody can get on there and say anything it's like oh blind item and that that's their whole thing like they're like this is none of this is confirmed this is just from a source you know right. da, 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 that claims to like see something and that's I've seen how they, people do it. I've seen people yeah. enter in fully false information mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it gets posted on that on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then at the same time, these PR, these publicist people have uh, these stars have kind of started using it to their advantage as well. Right. Because it makes no sense that like, why does Dumas work with Aaron Litchie in her husband on the, with their Mezcal business? Hello. How like I saw that and I was like, okay, so Dumas, I Dumas compromised, right? Like exactly. we're not gonna see we're not gonna see anything about Abe and his uh Grateful Dead concerts. Right. You know, <laughs> and what he may or may not be doing at his jam band shows. Yeah. That man you know is a whole married man and a DJ downtown. No. No, yeah. not without secrets. I know yeah, what I'm exactly. at, allegedly. But and you it's funny that you bring up Taylor Swift because that was a close second. I was literally up until 30 minutes ago going back and forth with, <laughs> it, with it wasn't necessarily Taylor Swift. It was more so the standums yeah. just because like I, I cannot deal with it anytime you say anything about Taylor and like her fans, her stands, I should say not fans because Taylor Swift does have a few songs I do like, um, but her stands are dead in the brain. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, she doesn't need PR. Her <laughs> The PR is why you think she doesn't need PR, babes. Come on now. Hello. Come on. 
tree painting is that and like that i guess in Mer there's a whole like talk about miranda lambert being rude to fans or carrie underwood one of the country girlies and they're like taylor swift would never and i'm like <laughs> taylor swift has 10 bodyguards around her at all times she don't live in nashville like y'all aren't getting to her the way i guess somebody just like approached carrie underwood wild and she was like yo why right. like excuse you you know mm -hmm. very normal human reaction and uh, I was like, you're never getting that close to to Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift can go to the grocery store. Like, she don't. Fully. And Fully. I don't, I'm done with the fake feminism with her too. Like, you want me to feel so badly that you, that Kim Kardashian put that edited video out and you had to okay. run to a cottage. I just and feel then... like, I've been thinking about this too. I just feel like, why are we still talking about this? Like, I get it. But why are we still talking about this? I just feel like personally, if my face was on the cover of Time magazine as a person of the year, my ass would not be talking about some dude from five years ago that y'all know I don't fuck with. Like, why are we still talking? I just don't know what she wants. And I'm seeing a lot of headlines of like, Kim Kardashian still hasn't apologized. Okay, I didn't expect her to. Is this a headline? <laughs> Did you see how she talks to her sister? like hello did you did you did you see how courtney's makeup was on that wall you you think she's gonna you think she's gonna apologize anytime soon to taylor fucking swift i guess I like so, and, and there's the pr machine there like she kim hasn't said anything I'm like first of all this article just dropped so what was she supposed to say in the hours since this came out and we know she hasn't said anything in the years since this happened because we would have known it just i don't understand why and like Taylor, you won. Like you versus Kanye, girl, come on. Like he is a self-destructing ship himself. But like my thing with Taylor and her fans are like, oh my God, she did she see a dip in the album sales because she hadn't put out an album. Like right. you, if you don't put out new music, you're you're not gonna have any current sales. You might have streams, right? And like she she isolated herself i'm not gonna argue on whether she had to do that or what and whatnot because kardashian fans are just as bad as taylor swift fans you know For what sure. i mean and just as bad as nikki fans but the point is she went to that cottage in which is privilege within itself let's just point that out and didn't make any music she worked on new music like hello like you guys are arguing your, your, your arguments are terrible but you expect me to feel bad for her on online bullying when y'all just got done her rad, literally just finished harassing Kayla, Travis's ex, just right. for simply being his ex. Right, right. It doesn't make any sense to me. The rules and, don't apply. The rules only apply to other people except for Taylor. And that's what I don't fuck with. And really, Nikki, too. We can talk oh, about God, I don't please. care to be bullied by any 14-year-olds right now. So we can have to move on. <laughs> like, I just they, don't care. They, they were, like, threatening Crystal from the read. And Crystal was like, yeah. I don't fucking care. I was like, y'all have to stop. It's weird. It's weird. It's very weird. But to go back to your um, Dumois um situation no i'm with you because i think the issue is like like you said like example a with uh aaron once you have the ear of something mm -hmm. like that it's like we're not yeah we're not playing on an equal playing field it nothing's fair you're protected you're guarded and like i, I it, then it's like so boring it's so yeah boring to me <laughs> And my thing with Aaron is Aaron is going to continue to do a lot of shit that like 
people are going to continue to dig in her ass. Erin is like incapable. Did you see that thing about her getting asked a question at BravoCon? <laughs> No. Then like the okay, so the TikToker Jordy Cray, he asked her at BravoCon because she went on, I think it was like one of the chicks in the office or something podcast. Yeah. And she was like, I would never say that Hobbit was cheating on Jessel. If anything, I have different theories on what's going on there. Jordy Cray went to the BravoCon panel. He said, You said you have de- different theories about what it is if it's not cheating. And he's like, I'm just asking, what are those theories? And she sits there and she's like, I never said that Pavit cheated on Jessel. And he's like, correct. I'm asking you what you're, you said you had other theories. What are those theories? Right. And she just literally goes into, I would never insinuate or say that Pavit cheated on Jessel, which you did, Erin. We saw it in 4K. You you did say that. Okay. So shut the summer jam screen. Mm -hmm. Stop that. Okay. So then Jordy Gray sees her at like the VIP Bravo after dark after party. And he goes up to her and he's like, hey, I'm Jordy. Like, I'm the one who asked you that question about the other theories that you never answered. And she goes, why? <laughs> and he goes, excuse me? And she goes, why would you ask something like that? He said, because you said it. It's wild. And, and, and I'm like, Aaron, Aaron, I need somebody who's like going to be like, bitch, 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 focus. I'm not, you're not getting up until you answer this question. Yeah, what did you I, mean? I, because at this point, yeah. you're just saying stuff. Yeah, I agree. We have to hold our housewives accountable. We have to hold like the Bravo Lubs, you guys have to film together. If you're getting a check, you're going oh to God. have to have conversations. You're going yeah. to have to talk to people that you don't want to talk to or you aren't friends with and figure it out or not. Either way, you're going to have to film together. Okay. And we also yeah. need to hear like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I don't want to know that you've got Radar Online or mm-hmm. Us Magazine mm-hmm. or Page Six or do mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any other gossip we just post whatever the fuck site like it's so boring and if that's what you want to do then like please don't come on the show no literally and i've been saying that like bravo needs to like i don't know the legality or like if they can and cannot do that i'm like but they need to limit the conversations the sharing the communication with like bravo fan pages they really do because it's just like first of all they look for anyone that like is going to back them and like trust and believe even though 35 million of us may be saying this one thing and be correct two people are going to be like we ride for him like leva's got fucking supporters (laughs) (laughs) type of paragraphs on instagram like girl shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) there's there's gonna be a lid for every pot for sure yeah and i'm i'm like bravo needs to like literally control how like kind of try and get a candle on these you know fan pages kind of try and back them up or even through the um you know through their talent because i know jersey has that real bad as well Mm -hmm. i know i know for a fact some of the things and i'm like this this is crazy yeah, I mean, so many people really need to go outside. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But this is really, yeah, I, I feel you, like, more on the side of, like, we can't have, we can't be laying in bed with people. Like, it's it's just boring. It's whack. Well, yeah, and I feel like you get it. Like, I say this all the time. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I have some Bravo celebrities that follow me on, like, TikTok and stuff. I'm like, I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, I... I, I got to give the honest review because my loyalty is to my audience and not to them. Right. Who, you know, I'm not really breaking anybody's news. So all I do is fuck myself over by not saying how I really feel. Me right. and my platform, but it's not saying how I really feel to try and 
fair, like a Bravo celebrity fan who I don't really know in real life. Like right. I, I may like them on the show. I don't fucking know them. And like, it's like, listen, if you, you might get mad. Yeah. I'm, I was waiting for Tamara to come into my DM <laughs> for that OC season. When I saw she followed me, I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah i mean i get it like from uh, like just a natural standpoint it's like oh if somebody is looking at you then maybe you might soften the blow a little bit but that just takes the air out of the tires too like you have to be fair to the situation if you want to be right. a good creator and also if you want that person to like stand in their truth and be honest and give you a real show it's a mutual right, exactly and that's we well, the real shows are are lacking. Okay, we've got some diva attitudes. We've got some. Uh, it's just because Heather. I'm gonna tell you, Heather Gay. She better not ruin Salt Lake City. <laughs> are you she scared? better not ruin Salt She's Lake on your City. List. <laughs> oh, she and it's sad because she was getting back on it. I was like, okay, I'm stepping back into my Heather fan era, and here she goes talking about I cannot ever see myself recording with Monica again. Did she? Did she punch you? What are you talking about? Right. Like, what? No. Right. Please. Yeah, no, I'm Me for fucking you. real. And that's not going to happen. Like, I'm, she can say that, but it, you're going to be in that room with her. You will. Yeah, don't be just saying stuff. Okay. I don't do it. I you hate that. You can get one. You can get one. But I know she's going to be back on that screen with Monica because she wants to be on television. And Monica's she going does. to be cast again. So think about that, babe. It's going to happen. Well, even in the in the Potomac ladies, I just, there's a lot. I And you know what? I, I will say this. I think that, like, they need to force Robin and Candace to have a good old-fashioned Nene and Sheree sit down. Mm -hmm. They need to force that. Like, production does. I'm like, where's Eric? Where's Eric? I need <laughs> Eric. Okay? Get him on my fucking phone. They need to force them to have a sit down. And then Giselle and Candace, I'm not going to be stupid and be expect them to ever be, like, friends or anything again but i think karen huger has a point when she says giselle your whole demeanor changes when candace is around and we what we can't have is that right <laughs> like you you guys it's clear there's nothing nothing else that, the lines have been crossed bridges have been torched like a blaze but mm -hmm. can't i think candace can still be in the room with her and still be herself and yeah. still be like okay like i'm not gonna i'm just not gonna talk to her I giselle agree. is like for the safety of me and my children right. to, like <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah i'm totally i'm totally with you oh man well i think this was a, a great great pick i i'm with you i stand with you thank you i need it <laughs> so many people are like i want to know what's going on i'm like but do you <laughs> Questions that okay. need answers. Questions that need answers. Girl, happy new year, happy holiday, and we'll we'll catch up in 2024. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kara. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye.